Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs, and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to The Driven Entrepreneur. It's Matt Browning here, and man, I've been having a really, really good week, and it's about to get better. I hope yours is too. I've been doing a lot of traveling. Just came off of a 10-day trip. I brought my eight-year-old son, Val, with me. We went all over uh, the U.S. and uh, did some seminars and workshops, visited family, and you know what? It's good to be home. It's good to be in stormy Grand Rapids, Michigan with my guest this week, Mr. Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley has been, uh, you know, it's really interesting. I can't wait to, to just kind of get into his story. Because I've known Bob on and off for years. Um, one of my best friends in the world is friends with Bob. So I've always seen him here and there. We connect at parties and just, you know, over the years, we've always seen each other. But just recently, when our friend got married, um, we, uh, we had a really nice, long, deep conversation. And I realized, I can't believe I haven't had you on the show yet. So he's on the show. He's been in PR and doing public relations and marketing work as a professional for 12 years, uh, working with hundreds of clients from entertainment to hospitality to food products to uh, bands and you name it. Uh, he works with small businesses and entrepreneurs, helping them get the publicity and the PR rights of the big guys. He's worked on, on PR campaigns with people like Corey Feldman, Alan Parsons, uh, you know that famous song, multi-platinum recording artist, Portugal the Man and Trapped, uh, restaurants, like there's a really famous, uh, well, it's, of course it's famous, it's called Jimmy's Famous American Tavern in Los Angeles, the Cremastry Ice Cream brand, Gringo Bandito, was founded by the lead singer of The Offspring, and the list goes on. Uh, Bob has been there, done that in PR, so we want to get some advice from him about how you can apply the stuff the big guys use in your business today. Bob, welcome to the show. How are you, man? Hey, what's up, Matt? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, everything's good out here in uh, California. California. So is the weather decent okay over there? It is. Because it's not for me. <laughs> I got home and it was raining nonstop. I wish we had more diversity of weather. It's, it's amazing. It's sunny. It's finally not super hot. It's, a, it's actually going to be 80 today, but it's, it's nice. It's not melting weather, which is, you know, you, we pay for it out here, of course. Uh, weather's always awesome and very thankful to be here. So Yeah, the, the, the sun is very expensive. But anyway. Yeah, right? uh, Fair enough. So, <laughs> so I want to jump in with you, man. Like when we started talking at the wedding, uh, it was just so interesting. I, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I've, I've met you before. I know you, you're a nice guy. So we'd start talking and, and then I didn't know what you did though. I, ne I never found out about your PR background and who you've worked with and the kind of results you've gotten. And it just blew my mind. So my first question, I was just curious, like, you know, how, how did you actually find yourself in that? I know you were working in the entertainment business. Um, you're really, really heavy into music. Can you tell a little bit about that kind of story of, of you getting into music and how you started transitioning into, the, into this work? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I think with, with PR and marketing, you kind of have a knack for it. And I used to play in bands. I was very fortunate to have a large record deal when I was younger, came from a lot of hard work and honestly, a lot of luck. But I think that the way that I promoted the band with our singer was the gateway to marketing and PR, even though I didn't know what it was. So after many years of touring and playing with great bands and doing radio and music videos, and 
you know, just being immersed in that world, it was a natural next step after the touring stopped to jump on the other side of the desk and help other bands promote their music and learn the art of PR, which it was kind of just dropped on my desk, to be honest with you. Um, I worked for a record label called Fearless Records, and that's really what started it all um, on that, the art of marketing and PR. And had a great mentor there at the label and helped bring out of me what I already kind of knew that I knew, but make it professional, if that makes sense. Could you, uh, this might be so basic, but could you define PR for us? And like, what was it about what you started doing with those early bands that, that led you to know, oh, this is actually what I'm doing behind the scenes. I'm doing this PR thing. Because I think I might even be doing that, but not know it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Define PR for me, and how did you know you were doing it? Of course. And, I, and I'll break it down. There's there's marketing, and then there's PR. So say marketing, uh, you see bus stop ads, magazine ads, things that are paid for and basically planned. You know, that's marketing. And you have strategies to do that. You have posts on Facebook. You have banner ads and things like that. Those are your marketing efforts. You have TV commercials, radio spots. Uh, PR is more about your uh, intentional relationship with media, informing them of the things that are more, most important with your brand uh, and delivering that to journalists, people in the media that can write up stories about you, that um, can help build a campaign for you. And that's, there's never a guarantee with that. So it's, it's, it's sales, basically. You're trying to sell what you're doing to people in the media so they will cover you and hopefully they'll do that you know because there's never a guarantee you're going to pitch you know hundreds of people and only a handful of them are going to end up covering you if you do it right so but with the label it was actually called new media back in 2007 uh, because print media was still really the, the biggest and most uh, coveted type of coverage and then you had this online side of things where you're getting reviews on websites and you're getting coverage on the the newspapers website so that would be new media because they didn't really have a proper name for it now it's just so anything that was online you would just call new media versus yeah. printed media super weird i don't know why they called it that but you know that now it's just they, they call them blogs you know they call them the website for the newspaper you know it's it's basically everything is online now. You know, if you get something in a magazine that's like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's icing on the cake. But uh, most everything is online at this point. That's how people consume news and coverage. And if they're looking up the new Billie Eilish single and they're looking for a review on it, they're going to jump on their phone and they're going to go on Pitchfork or they're going to go on Billboard or the local newspaper's website and read about tour dates or read about reviews or finding food and finding places to eat. Everything is online. You mean you wouldn't like jump in your car, go down to local Denny's, try to find one of those newspaper, like four <laughs> part stands, put in a quarter and then see if it's in the newspaper. What are you talking about? Oh, that, that probably isn't a museum at this point. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. So, so what I'm hearing is the major difference is marketing in your world. Marketing is paid. PR is like free, like yeah. it's, it's unpaid. You're trying to get, you're trying to get the media to cover you. Um, and I love doing that. Like a lot of my clients and myself as well, like I've been using a lot of TV doing morning shows, morning news. And I look at it like this. It's not, um, it's not that because you can pay to do that or you can do, you can get it for free, but you're not just getting coverage. 
you're getting this big company to use all their resources and, you know, a million dollar studio and $40,000 cameras and, you know, top uh, educated and qualified hosts and producers and sound engineers, all of them are coming together to yeah. give you a four minute credibility sizzle reel for free. And you're trying to convince them that you, they should do that for you because you make them look good. <laughs> exactly. It's, it has to be interesting. <laughs> so what, so what, what's like the, the first big step? So say I come to you and I'm like, okay, I, I'm a, whatever. I'm a, I'm a, a coach or I have this new product or whatever. And I want to get PR. Why would someone choose to go after PR versus marketing? Is there one to do first or is it in conjunction with each other? Walk me through a little bit of kind of the early stages of maybe a business launch and where yeah. you're Absolutely. And that, that's a really good question because I think people, they, they scratch their heads and they're like, I need to do marketing. And they don't understand that, let alone what PR is. And PR is such a, a weird word. You, you, you hear PR and you think like, man, the Kardashians have great PR. They're everywhere. And it's like, well, it's a little bit more complicated than that. And <laughs> ironically, it's a little bit more simple than that. You know, you, if say a brand comes to me, um, and is asking me like, man, I really want to run some ads and I want to get on some, you get in some newspapers, magazines, and podcasts. And this person's a great entrepreneur and which I do have a, this great restaurateur who's like a legend here in Orange County uh, named Tony Penn. And hopefully he doesn't mind. I'm mentioning his name, but say- Hey, that's free PR right uh, now. You yeah, just I know. Tony, He's awesome. Shout out to Tony Penn. <laughs> Bob just brought you on one of the top entrepreneur podcasts. Welcome to the show. So- yeah, and like he's a coach, for example, and he he uh, helps restaurants, kind of like the profit um, restaurants and different types of businesses um, with leadership and management and things like that. Very much niche Love in that. restaurants. So if he wanted to promote his program on the paid side, he'd be running banners and running magazine ads and uh, stuff in newspapers. But I'd be I would be calling you and I'd be like, Matt, I have this great client, um, Tony, who would be great for the program. And you're like, yeah, man, like, let's have them on. That's, I'm not paying you to have them on the program. And it's mutually beneficial because you get your name out there as always, Matt. And Tony gets a platform to talk about what he does. That's called earned media. And that's what PR is in a nutshell. There's, there's a lot of paid elements in PR, but that has to be legally disclosed. So if someone has a promoted Instagram post for one of my restaurants and you know they came in and they got free food and they posted about it on Instagram but we technically kind of paid them to do that you know most of the time they have to put that that sponsored or that they were invited in by PR the restaurant so um, you know it, it can get a little complicated in that manner but for the most part you know if I'm pitching you and I think what you do is awesome and there's a story to tell and I get your local newspaper, to write a story on you that's a full page, you know, you're not paying for that. That's earned media, that's PR. And in its truest essence. So you're really like earning it because of, almost like because of the story, because of what you've accomplished, because of a social impact or yeah. a local impact or something like that. How, how do you go about, um, how do you go about kind of the convincer of, I don't know, like let's say I don't need every secret, but you know, help us out here. like. How would you go about talking to a local newspaper and saying, "Hey, I got this. I got this new brand. What are some of the reasons why a, a newspaper or a big blog or whatever, some kind of media, locally especially, why would they pick it up and say, "Yeah, we're going to run with that story. Yeah, I want to do a full page cover of that." 
what are some of the the hooks or the elements that you might go after or try to address? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a great question as well. And to preface, it it obviously varies by client and industry. Uh, but for telling the story, you have to find what is the most compelling element of your life, at least right now. You know, if you're getting in the media all the time, that's a different story. It's what's new and what's great. But if you've never had a feature in a newspaper or a blog, you know, this is the time to really dig deep and break out a piece of paper. If you're an entrepreneur and we all think we're important and that what we do is special and that's great, but write down the, the one, two or three things that make you stand out from the rest of the pack. That's what you're going to be pitching to the media. And you have to do it in a very short, concise, compelling, and very nice way. Um, nobody owes you anything. So when you reach out to these people, whether it's me or somebody wants to do PR themselves, you know, Matt, if you're reaching out to the, um, you know, to entrepreneur, you know, you've grown your business and you have some financial numbers to show and you have a great example of how you uh, change someone's life specifically, you might want to get a quote from that person. Uh, you might want to have some financial numbers ready, some links ready, links to photos of yourself and of your, yourself speaking at an event, um, having all these things ready. Because if they want to work with you and they're like, ah, oh, he didn't send me everything, like next. It's like sometimes you only have one shot at this, but you have to communicate it in a really organized manner. So you're convincing them why you're important. You're giving them the, the quote unquote assets that they need, like photos, a bio, a press release. So if they want to get to work and cover you, they have everything that they need. And they're like, thank you, Matt, or thank you, Bob, or, or thank you to whoever is trying to do PR. And you made their lives easier and you earned that feature. You know what I mean? So you're going in really prepared is what I'm hearing. You know, not just, not just uh, here's the story, but hey, you know, here's me, here's the story. Here's a link to check this out here. Like anything they might want to do, you can give to them right away. Um, I love that. You know, and just, I have a very, very small amount of experience in this just from the podcast host side. Because once, once this show started getting a little bigger and once we hit syndication and, and the numbers started growing, it was really interesting because I'd never been on this side before, but all of a sudden I'm getting all these cold emails like every day, you know, from, yeah. from people, but a lot from PR companies. Oh yeah. And of course. <laughs> right. And all, it's just funny. Like all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, this is what it, it must feel like, I guess. Okay. And it's just interesting. I, I try to be as human as possible. And what I notice is some of them just right away, I get this vibe of like, ah, oh, you just care about you. And I don't even respond because you can't respond to everything. Yeah. And then, but like, for me, the people who get through, the people that I'm like, when I just think what made me read that whole email and even reply, whether it was a yes or no, what made me reply? And it's almost always somewhere in the beginning, it sounds like they actually know who I am or they care. And they're like, hey, I've been listening to the show. I'd liked this episode with this guest. That was really great when they shared about this. Um, you know, Or one person started off by saying, Hey, you got a new fan of the show. I just left a great, you know, review. And then with a screenshot of the review, really, really love the show. Hey, I have a guest that might be a great add on. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll listen to that. Like, let me hear. You nailed it. <laughs> oh, did, did I? Okay. Cause this oh, is just yeah, what I'm, I'm seeing. The ones that just in my life seem to work or not work. I want to ask you though, like, is that a thing? Cause I worry about if I reach out to like a media, I don't want to like brown nose too much and be like, Oh, I love your work and your coverage on this and that. 
Or is that a really great way to kind of start making sure that they know that you know who they are? Exactly. We're only human. And, <laughs> and you, you would know better than probably most people because you have something of desire to other publicists and other businesses that, you know, they want to get on your show. And there's no better way than just being yourself and being honest and taking a few minutes to look up who you're working with, especially if you've never, you know, especially when you're working huge campaigns, you can't do that for everybody. But if you want it bad enough, you got to be real about it. And you have to be reaching out to Rolling Stone and a certain writer or Bon Appetit about, you know, oh my gosh, I love that feature you did on some large restaurant concept that, I mean, I can't wait to go there. That's it. Just keep it short and simple. Don't kiss butt for a paragraph. Just introduce yourself, you know, show that you know who they are, that you respect them and ask very briefly if it's okay that you pitch them or give them the pitch, but keep it short and sweet because people, most people, you get dozens, if not hundreds of emails a day. And I can't imagine how many you get. And it's like, if it goes on and on, don't you feel a, a little smidgen of anxiety and you're like, I'll get to it later or delete? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the number one. I even tell clients, friends that it's like, listen, I get a lot, like I probably get, I don't even know how many, you know, 50 to 100 text message threads a day, let alone how many from each person, plus emails, plus social media hits, plus, you know, (laughs) all the things that we have. So if you want to get through with with someone very busy, um, the shorter, the easier. If it's a one question, hey, I might reply back and go yes, no, or something. But if it's something I have to think about, something I have to read and research, man, even if I, I want to do it, I'm only human too. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't get to it and it gets buried and I forget. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing personal. That's, that's the PR uh, mantra right there. It's nothing personal. If no, nobody responds to you, it's not because they don't like you. And sometimes, you know, I had this great feature with Alternative Press Magazine that's going live today, actually. Oh, and come on. I, I knew the writer uh, who's awesome, this guy, Jason, and I pitched him the first time, no response. But I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, she doesn't like my client. And, and it's like, maybe he saw it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he thought it was crappy. Maybe he thought it was amazing. But it's, I, I had a feeling knowing his writing, knowing the kind of stuff that he probably likes or he knew who my client was. I absolutely knew that. I followed up with a quick like, hey, like after a week, like, what, what do you think of this? Do you, do you think there's something here? I kept it short and sweet. And he responded, he's like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> you know, it's wow. So you, you know, send the, so you send the pitch yeah. and no response, but instead of going home and going, well, I guess that didn't work. Uh, the follow up is like one sentence. Hey, what'd you think about this? Do you think there's something here? And he comes back with a resounding, absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. But it's, it, it's not as simple as just doing that to everybody. You know, I was looking for an exclusive premiere for a song. So this is a music client that I have. Um, you know, if it's, a restaurant or a brand, or if you're a, you know, a financial consultant, you know, it's like, what are the top, you know, eight to 10 sources that you're so confident would love what you're doing, you know, make those concerted efforts to follow up personally with those people. But, you know, if it didn't hit the first time, you know, it, you might be doing yourself a disservice by just following up with everybody a week later, and they might think that's annoying. But if you're, if you're confident and you know that that source will appreciate what you do, I highly suggest the follow-up. Um, you know, there's more of this that I can go into. 
you know, it's always having something fresh to talk about and say the next month or a few weeks later, you have something new to talk about, then you can go back to those people with something new because maybe they didn't resonate with that first thing that you pitched. You know, maybe you have um, a conference that you're hosting locally and they didn't respond the first time, but now you're doing something with a huge company that you were telling me about. Congratulations. Thank you. And you, you go back to them with that. And they're like, oh my gosh, like my son and my grandfather love that thing, you know, and that it, it's about the human connection and resonating. And it's also about the needs of those journalists, you know, like a lot of magazines and sites work off, they call them editorial calendars. So one month they might be covering a certain slew of topics compared to the next month where it's holiday gift guides or they're preparing for you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, it's, it's like that on a larger scale, but with newspapers, you know, they're covering stuff all the time. That's just, you know, what resonates, what's important, what's going to get the readers to be like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, or that, you know, it's tugging at the heartstrings. It's emotional. It's inspiring. If it's business, it's success stories, overcoming the odds, um, giving people something to look forward to you know, things that are exciting. Gotcha. How important then in everything you just said, because I, I like to unpack for a second, how important are, is, is like a local hook to something? If you have say like a local newspaper, how important is a local hook that, Hey, this is a hometown girl, or this is a local business. Is that like critical or is that just icing on the cake? Or is it not as important as some, as like the heartstrings or the timeliness of, uh, like you said, the editorial calendar. W w like, how would you talk to me about the local aspect versus kind of a timely calendar-based aspect versus a story, or is it just bring as much as you can? <laughs> What'd yeah, you, no, you're, that? you know, you you nailed it again, Matt. You uh, what future career of running a PR firm? Dude, no, maybe I, I can come work for you, dude. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'll come work for you. <laughs> uh, I would say that if it's a local client, if you're in Grand Rapids and you run a successful Grand Rapids-based tech company and you invented something super cool, born and raised in Grand Rapids, and you just, oh my God, I just did a million in revenue and I'm selling my company to Microsoft and I, I changed the lives of all these people with how cool my technology is. It's like, yeah, you reach out to those local Grand Rapids newspapers and you better well tell them that you're from Grand Rapids, you know, and tell them your story. Like I went to et cetera, high school in the area and I was born and raised here. I met my wife here and my company's from here and we did so well. And it's like, of course, you know, but if it's, you know, say an artist and you're coming through Grand Rapids uh, on tour, you let them know where you're playing in Grand Rapids and that instantly becomes the credibility of being associated with the area and they might do an interview with your, your band or. So even if you're not from there or don't have the ties in there, um, you can still go after local media or local newspapers, but finding the tie in. Yeah. And if you're, if you're, if you're cool enough, <laughs> if you have, a, you know, if you're Jeff Goldblum and you have like a new, uh, you know, movie coming out, it's like every newspaper is going to want to cover that movie because a, people don't think about it. It's probably showing in a theater locally. <laughs> you know, if you're an artist and you're on tour coming through Grand Rapids, there's your connection because you're playing at a venue in Grand Rapids. Um, so yes, I mean, you do have to have some sort of tie-in unless it's just something, you know, if it's general news and there's, 
you know, something going on in a different country, you know, that's, that's kind of different. You know, a lot of that comes over, uh, the wires internationally, but when you're working on a regional or a national level, you have to have a tie in for that area or it's going to fall on deaf ears. Man, this is such good stuff. I'm, I'm loving it. And I, I really love that. Like, as we're talking about this, um, the thought process, at least I'm, I'm, I'm in the right ballpark. I'm, I'm thinking the right way. And you're um, reassuring me of that, which is a great thing. Um, I know how much you have to offer. Again, you've been doing, whether it's media, whether it's restaurants, whether it's um, packaged goods that are in grocery stores and top sellers on Amazon, you've been behind all these brands. And I love that. Can you real briefly just tell me about maybe I don't know, a, a story about someone who isn't a product or an entertainer? Have you worked with some, some other entrepreneurs that are not product-based? Um, yeah, I would say, I'm trying to think of some examples off the cuff. Um, most of my clients have been in the realm of having something to offer, but if it's, you know, say the, the, the guy, Tony, that I was talking about, you know, he's not selling a physical product, but he's selling programs and he's selling knowledge and experience. And Oh, that's a good example. That's exactly what know, I'm thinking about. Yeah. So, so PR works for someone who's selling programs, products, services, information, because there's a lot of people listening, I'm, I'm guessing that are in that world, kind of yeah. like the expert world, the coaching world. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm in that place too, right? So I'm getting excited about PR as well. Well, yeah, I mean, and another thing is, I don't know if this is like the most positive topic, but somebody reached out to me and their grandfather was missing in like Angeles National Forest. And I, I mean, I, of course I did this for free, but I, I wrote up a quick bit and I sent it out to local news stations and oh, wow. that's still earned media. They're not charging me to run, you know, this report, but it's like I sent them photos and information and they ran it on the news and you know, that's, it's not necessarily a product. That's an important news story that people need to know about so people can help. You wow. know, that, that's not my forte is not doing action news or like top of the hour, but I, you know, I definitely know how to communicate what is Yeah, needed. yeah. And I see what you mean with that. It's like, that's not something that's like, oh yeah, now when we should all have missing persons, that's terrible. But what a, it was, it's just eye opening to think, wow, how many different types of, it, it's a story. And yeah. getting a story earned media is getting a story earned media, no matter what the story is. Bob, you've been awesome at this, man. Um, guys, you can follow Bob at Facebook at Bob Publicity, and you can follow him on Instagram at Bradley Publicity. Why? His name is Bob Bradley, and his website is bradleypublicity.com. Um, Bob, you said earlier, to, just before we went on air, you were saying um, you'd like to give a gift or you'd be willing to do um, like a PR brand consult with someone yeah. if they feel like this is something, if it's ready to get, if they're ready to get earned media, if they're ready to be in newspapers, um, radio, blogs, you name it. Like if they're ready to get their brand known and out, um, how do they do that? And tell me what you would do on that time together. Uh, yeah, I would, the, the time together will be an hour of, um, you know, speaking together about what the, I don't want to say pain points, but what the goals are for that business. And it's like, obviously someone's talking to me if they have a desire to be in the media and I want to help them have a general idea of what media marketing PR is and how they relate to each other and how they can start to make themselves more attractive to the media and like, what are the things to do and not to do to begin outreach, especially if they want to do it themselves. Yeah, that's awesome. So guys, if you want to take Bob up on that, um, you can go to time with Bob 
bob.com. Pretty simple, timewithbob.com. And you can book a 60-minute PR brand consult with him. That's really generous. I appreciate you giving it to uh, to the listeners, Bob. You're awesome. Um, great to reconnect with you. Certainly, I'm looking forward to more and more conversations. Maybe we can have you back on in several months and uh, have some case study updates. That would be pretty cool. Uh, and just, yeah, keep on, Thanks, Matt. keep on keeping on with PR. Bob Bradley. Yes. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate everything and congrats. I love your show. Guys, that's the show for this week. I hope you uh, got some value out of that. I certainly did. It was really, really fun. Again, just diving in with my friend Bob, but also getting to know um, just you know some tricks of the trade with PR. So make sure you you take them up on that. Make sure you you start thinking, what's your story? Um, do I have a local hook into some kind of a market that I'm in? Do I have some kind of a timely event that's going on? And you know what? You don't lose anything by searching you know a writer or an editor or a a, a, a podcaster or what have you and just pitch them send them something and see where that goes so you can certainly use these principles on your own if you're looking to scale it up and really start getting out there in a big way make sure you go to timeofbob.com and follow up and see if bob bradley's pr firm can help you have an awesome week and as usual get out there and crush it <laughs>